Welcome back after this long, unexpected break from my podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of A Whole Lot of Nonsense with me, your host, Ren, a.k.a. the worst human being in the world because I've not had the motivation to do this podcast, but I love it. Today's topics are going to be interesting. I swear I know what they are. I swear to God I do, and I swear I am prepared for this. I might be lying. I might be a liar. We'll have to see. Uh, Stay tuned to to continue this episode and go on my journey of self-discovery and finding out what I'm really going to talk about because I am not prepared. Anyway, let's get into today's topics. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm a genius. I'm an absolute genius. Sitting here in my room trying to ponder over the idea if I have any ideas what to talk about during this podcast. Uh, honestly, guys, I've been I've been really off lately, not because I'm not motivated to do this podcast, but because I am so bored. I have no idea what to talk about on my podcast. Like, it's not like, ooh, this happened to me yesterday. This is going to motivate a new uh podcast episode no my juices for my you know my quality and and my different topics my creative juices have run out but I'm gonna say I'm pretty much a genius because I'm sitting here in my room you know drinking my morning smoothie because it's that time of day and um I'm looking around my room and what what is prominent a lot in my room Disney and I was like you know what I have not talked about Disney so today's podcast is gonna be a, like, it's not going to be three different ones, which I usually do. Not that type of format. We're going to be talking about three different topics about Disney itself. So this first one, I'm only going to give them to you during each segment. So I'm not going to, like, tell you beforehand and then you're like, oh, I'm just going to click out. No, it's going to be a surprise every time. I'm sorry, not sorry. Anyway, first topic about Disney. We're going to be talking about the best rides at Disney World. Again... Y'all, this is, it's going to be very, very biased, very uh, opinionated. It's my opinion, and if you don't agree with it, I would love for you to argue me, <laughs> argue me these rides. Okay, we're not going to be talking about one park. We're going to be talking about all three of the parks, like the best rides throughout all three of the parks. <clears throat> all right, let's get into it. We're going to go from like three being the worst and number one being the best. So we're going to start with three. Number three. <laughs> I should have thought about this beforehand, but I'm gonna like I think it's you know spontaneous and honest if I do it on the on the dot. Um third ride, if I'm actually yeah, we'll do three. We'll do three because you know I'm always on that grind of three different topics, three whatever. Okay, number three. It's gonna take a second. I hate that I'm having to like be quiet, but it's fine. I wish I had like the do 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 music. Is that the music? No, that's not the music. I'm talking about the Jeopardy music. You know what I'm talking about? Where, like, they're thinking. I wish I had that to fill in this time. All right, I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Number three in my ranking for, like, the top ones. Of course, there are other rides, too, but, like, my top three. I'm going to say number three is Peter Pan. Why, you might ask? Okay, Peter Pan, the ride, is classic. You never get to get on it. Like, th- those of you who are pass holders who or who go to the park all the time or who are workers such as me what's up guys shout out to my cast members but um you know we all we all know we love going to the parks but we never get on the ride peter pan unless we're determined 
that we're getting on Peter Pan that day. Unless you wake up in the morning and the first thing you think of when you go to the park is like, I'm getting on that ride. I'm getting on Peter Pan. Actually, you can't even do that. Like, to get a fast pass for Peter Pan, you gotta plan like four weeks in advance. Maybe four months in advance because... Actually, I don't know how that works. I don't know how soon I'm an awful employee. I'm just kidding. I'm not an awful employee. But um, you have to get them way in advance to get on Peter Pan because everybody and their mom who comes to visit knows like, oh my God, I want our children to be able to to experience the ride of Peter Pan because that was my favorite as a child. And like, I get it. Like, it's a really good ride. It's, it's iconic. And sometimes if you go at the right time, you can get in in like 30 minutes, right day, right time, right time of year, you know, you can get in in 30 minutes maybe, but it's cute, the, the reason it's number three for me is because Peter Pan is my favorite Disney movie, like everybody else, but it is my favorite Disney movie, and the queue for the, the ride, it's, it's, it's fairly recent, I mean, like for me, the timeline for Disney is so different than most people who just came and visited and stuff, because they're like, oh, this is so new, which like, for me, it's the same way, but I, I think that Fantasyland, like, the new Fantasyland is still, like, kind of new in my mind, but, but not, because I still remember when, like, Dumbo used to be next to Pinocchio's, uh, tavern, and right across from Peter Pan, and, like, down the street from Small World. I remember when everything was really different, because I grew up here, and I remember when Toontown was here, and I remember when it was all different, so it's still, like, fairly new in my head, but I still know that, like, Fantasyland came out when I was in like middle school, early middle school. <laughs> anyway, so so Peter Pan is my number three because it has a really cute queue line. It's pretty new. It, it like Tinkerbell's in it. It's kind of interactive. It's really cute. It's a cute idea, and it makes the time go by faster because I think you know the Imagineers were like, "Crap, everybody's just standing in this hot queue, packed together for like an hour up to two hours, and they're probably super bored out of their mind." And we got to think of something. And they thought of that, which was super cute. And the ride itself is very iconic, very classic. It's very fun. It goes by really fast. But, like, if you really love Peter Pan, it just fills your heart with joy. It's worth it, in my opinion, to wait 30 minutes, two hours. I wouldn't say so. That's why us people who come to the parks all the time, you know, we never really get that chance to go on the ride. Unless it's a lucky chance or we plan ahead. But Peter Pan definitely goes in for number three. Great ride. And everything else I said. Number two. I'm going to kind of go with like classics. And then my number one being like my current favorite. And I'll do like an alternate number one. Because I also have an opinionated number one in my mind. But number two I would say Pirates of the Caribbean. Or maybe Haunted Mansion. No I'm going to say Pirates of the Caribbean more. Only because there, ha there are more like things that contribute to it being my summer number two like go to. Reason being is like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, like the the wait for the the ride, the line queue is never really that long. Anybody who really goes to the parks really knows that. And I think it's because, you know, there's so many boats and they're putting so many people through over and over and over again that the the ride goes the line goes by faster. And that's really good too. I mean they have they have really cute music. I listen to that music when I'm like when I used to do homework and stuff, I would listen to the Pirates of the Caribbean queue, and, like, I'd be, like, going down, like, looking like I'm bopping to a song, and, like, with, you know, like, my finger point and whatever, and, like, dancing, and then people, like, look at me, and they'd be like, oh, what are you listening to? They're thinking I'm listening to, like, 
some modern music and I'm like no I'm about to put you on something and they're like what are you talking about and I turn my computer and it's like Pirates of the Caribbean Q repeated for three hours straight and they're like oh, oh that's so cool and I'm like no like it, it hits hard and they're like I, I bet I bet Lauren and then they think I'm weird which is totally fine I can pop to the Pirates of the Caribbean Q music as much as I want I don't care anyway <clears throat> so I'd say Pirates of the Caribbean is number two because one the short line Two, it's a classic. It's good. You get that little thrill of the tiny drop in the beginning. It has cute little moments like, you know, every time you're on there. I don't know about you guys, but you know, like the stories where they say that Johnny Depp is like sometimes comes in and pretends to be the animatronic and then he gets on the boat with you guys and like you get to meet Johnny Depp. I'm waiting for that moment. Johnny Depp, I swear to God, if he was ever on that ride, I'd probably have an aneurysm and pass out. I think I say that I have an aneurysm and pass out so many times on my podcast. Anyway, I would probably pass out because Johnny Depp is by far my number one favorite actor and he will be for all time. And if I ever saw him in person, I think I would cry. No, I know I would cry. Like, I would not be able to handle it. But, I mean, the ride itself is really cute. It's really fun. Like, it's always going to be a classic. They have, like, you know, the smell of the burning fire the smell of the Pirates of the Caribbean water, like a bunch of classic things. So, so I, I, I vote that number two because of the short line, cute animatronics, the cute moments in the ride, the smells, the the cla- like the the fact that it's such a classic and everything, and and it, it it goes by fast. It's a time filler, but it's still a good ride. You know what I mean? It's like when it starts raining and you're like, crap, what do we do for this hour that it rains in Florida because it's so bipolar? What do we do? Oh wait. We're right here. Why don't we go on Pirates of the Caribbean and then wait it out? So you do that. And then, boom, you come out and it's, like, sunny. You know, Florida's sunny and you, it's like it never rained. It's it's crazy. But I love Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a classic ride. I could say maybe Haunted Mansion, too. But that line is always, like, insane. And you're always having... it Like, you're in the shade in the line queue. But, like, somehow it's always, like, 140 degrees there. Like, it, those of you who know, you know. Like, it's not just it's not just in the shade and you're fine. No, 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 no. You're in the shade, but you feel like you're being cooked. Like, it's crazy. Like, Haunted Mansion, good ride. Like, do not get me wrong. You can get a fast pass for it. Like, sometimes you can get a fast pass. It's a good ride, but it's just hot. Like, it's really hot. You know, it's, it, it, I just can't do that that way. Not at all. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna skip ahead to number one. Okay, I have two alternates for my number one favorite ride. And I would say right now, my number one favorite ride was definitely Mickey and Minnie's, oh my god, let me look at my ticket, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, it's, it's such a tongue twister, I can't remember ever what the name is, but y'all know what I'm talking about, okay, we got to do our cast preview for this ride, and those of you who have waited in that line and gone in it, like, it was worth it, I, I bet you admit it, it was worth it, is, I miss, god, I miss the great big movie ride, it was my favorite whenever I went to Hollywood Studios, because, like, it was a short line, and, it was really cute. I loved the actors. It was my dr- one of my dream jobs to, to be an actor in that ride. But <clears throat> it, was a, it was a great ride. But Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, I said it right. <laughs> uh, it was so cute. There were some parts that I was pretty iffy about. I'm not going to spoil it for any of you who have not gone on the ride yet. But it, it was very cute. It left me, like, crying. It had little moments that reminded me of Topolino's, which... Those of you who don't know, that's where I work right now. I still work for Disney, but, like, I'm usually at Topolino. Shout out to my Topolino's family. But, um, 
it, it had cute little moments in it that made me like feel so proud to be a cast member and really filled you with the joy of like Mickey and Minnie and the cute stories. Uh, but excuse me, Donald Duck was not premiered as much as he should have been in that in that ride. He should have had a main role. And I'm ne- I'm gonna I'm gonna keep preaching how Donald Duck should be more recognized till the day I die because he is iconic. Um. Anyway, that ride was super cute, super fun. And it just filled me with so much joy, and I would love to ride it again. So that's technically my number one right now. But if I'm honest, if I'm sitting here, and I open up, and I'm super honest with you guys, and I just lay it out on the table, y'all are going to hate me for this. You're going to want, you're going to think I'm a psychopath. But my number one favorite ride at Disney World is the Carousel of Progress. Now, don't hate me. Don't think I'm crazy. I love classic things, and I love originals, and I love the whole idea of Walt's original idea of what Disney World should have been, and the fact that Carousel of Progress was one of Walt's original ideas from beginning to end. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm quoting the ride right now, um, but the fact that it was so, like, it was one of Walt's projects, and it was, like, a hu- not 100% him, you know what I'm saying, it was, like, it, he was, in like, so involved with it. I, I love the ride. I love sitting there quoting it. Anybody who goes with me wants me to shut the F up because I just sit there and I quote the whole thing and um, I don't care because uh, I enjoy it and I think it's such a cute ride. And the fact that somebody got up on stage and broke the the butter churner or whatever uh, breaks my heart. But um, Carousel Progress will always have a special place in my heart and I will say that is my favorite ride until the day I die just because I love classic things. Um, anyway, yeah, those, those were my top three rides at, at all the parks. A lot of you can fight me on that. I know you're going to be like, oh, my God, but what about Avatar or what about all these other rides? Come after me, okay? We can have a discussion about it. I'll talk to you about it till dawn to dusk, like, whatever. We'll talk about it. We can talk about our opinions because that's what people do. We can argue about it all you want, but those are my opinions. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave that on the table. You can fight me on it, whatever you want to do. But let's move on to the next topic, shall we? So, funny story. In that last segment where I talked about my top three favorite rides at Disney World Parks, you know, whatever. Um, While I was talking about that, I was like, you know what would be a great idea? If I put the background music, like the cue line music for every single one of those rides on while I was talking about those rides. So like when I was talking about the Peter Pan ride, I, I, it took me about an hour, an hour, are you kidding me, Lauren? It, t- <laughs> it took me about an hour to record, uh, like to stop the timer, to figure out how long each segment was, to time it up and to put it into the audio for the right time. A, a, a whole bunch of things had to go into just putting my voice over the cue music for the ride. Like, I was talking about Peter Pan, and I played the Peter Pan cue music, talked about Pirates of the Caribbean, played the Pirates of the Caribbean music, and then I tried to play, you know, the new song from Mickey and Minnie's uh, uh, Runaway Rail... I can't even say that freaking name. Runaway Railway. I tried to do their cute new song and put that behind it. So I did that. It took me about probably an hour and a half altogether to, like, line up with the music, to record the music, put it all in one audio track, then put it over the 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 voice of like the my audio of my voice and I, I put it all together and I was like oh my god I'm so excited for this this is gonna be so good 
guys, it was so bad. It literally sounded like... <laughs> Sorry if I just burst your ear eardrums but it literally sounded like that because the music like i for some reason on the staff they don't have like a my voice go louder and like the the track behind it go lower so it literally like the sounds did not line up it sounded really really bad and it made me so discouraged because it took me two and a half hours to just do that and i'm sad hopefully i could maybe <laughs> use the audio at some point but for now it's trash Okay, this is just a little side note segment uh, that I filmed. This is actually like two weeks after I just filmed this that last segment. But that was this is a little like add-on. This isn't even my second segment. This is just an add-on. But I hope you enjoyed that story time and how utterly stupid I am to think that I could do that correctly. Anyway, let, let, let's get on to that second se segment, shall we? Oh, God. So segment two, we're going to be talking about, okay, this is going to get really controversial again. You guys are going to come after my throat, literally. Um, we're going to talk about, I'm literally going to like kick out a park because, you know, I always have to stay with three, but like you get what my least favorite is going to be because I'm not going to mention it. Um, we're going to talk about the top three parks within Walt Disney World Resort. Okay, so those of you who are... I don't know who from California will be listening to this podcast. But, yo, if you're from California or you're a Disneyland, like... Like... If that if Disneyland is your... Sorry, I glitched for a second. I forgot what I was saying. Uh, if Disneyland is your home park and it's your home, please disregard this. There are, like, only literally two parks and uh although i love disneyland we'll talk about those someday disneyland was just disney world whatever we'll talk about that but because i've been to both um and they're the only two i could talk on because i haven't been to others i feel like attacked right now and nobody's even saying anything but um anyway we're gonna talk about out of walt disney world resort in orlando florida plug um well they don't need my plug anyway so uh we're gonna talk about my top three favorite parks in the Walt Disney World Resort. Okay, let's just get into it. I feel like I'm on drugs. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not on drugs right now. Anyway, so we're going to go with number one. Okay. This is kind of... This is going to be... No, no, no. We're going to go from three to one. I backtrack. Three to one. So my least... My least favorite is not mentioned, but my number three or my third park would have to be... Mm, this is hard because you know I grew up with the parks being different like Epcot's like like snatched right now everything that I loved about Epcot is taken away from me so you know what we're gonna leave Epcot at number four I'm so sorry Epcot from being an employee uh from Walt Disney World I do not speak for the brand or the company for being an employee of the Walt Disney World company I loved working at Epcot those of you who know who, those of you who know, know. Like, Epcot used to be a really good place to work. Those of you who work in my department, those of you who listen to this and, you know, do the same thing as I do, I loved working at Epcot. Actually, that that is actually an underrated statement. A lot of people who work in my field 
do not like looking at Epcot. That's just, that's the truth of it all. Um, I liked working at Epcot because it was my home park. I, that was my first place I ever worked. And I loved the old character spot there. I'm not saying I worked there, but like, I loved the old character spot because that's what I grew up with. And oh my God, those of you who have been to Epcot and grew up with Epcot and even went there once when you were younger, and you went to the, I, oh my god, I sound like a fake fan right now. I think it was called the Cool Zone. You know the place where you went and you got all the sodas and everything for free? That was my, I can't say the, I can't shit because PG-13, but that was my, my groove. I loved going there and it was always really hot at Epcot. Tell me I'm wrong. It was always blistering hot at epcot because if you're going around the world there's like nowhere to find shade unless you like tuck under a building but i loved that place because i loved tasting the different sodas yeah and it was free drinks like it was free drinks unlimited and i loved it and it was fun and it was one of the reasons that epcot a long time ago used to be my favorite park because they had a lot of cool stuff. But now they're like, they're going to snatch everything away from you. And they're going to leave Epcot, Epcot literally naked. Like, literally naked with nothing to do there besides Frozen. Oh my god, that is so true. They've literally taken everything away besides... Well, I mean, like, Frozen's new. And they took away the Viking ride, which was better. That's not... That's. I don't think that's an underrated opinion. The Viking ride was better. At me at me okay go ahead i don't like the frozen ride because it doesn't go along with the storyline anyway sorry to all those uh and there's no 12 year olds going to be listening to this podcast but if there ever are 12 year olds and under who listen to this podcast and love frozen like it's your religion i'm really sorry i just don't really like the ride anyway there are a lot of things that made epcot really cool but for the reason that epcot is naked right now and has like nothing we're gonna leave that at number four coming in at number three it's gonna have to be Animal Kingdom. Why? I don't feel like there's much to do at Animal Kingdom at all. Like, at all. There's nothing to do at Animal Kingdom besides Finding Nemo the Musical and Folk, Festival of Lion King. Besides that, it's like iffy. Like, you can maybe sometimes catch a ride on Mount Everest. You can never, like, unless you are a crazy person and you somehow get a fast pass for anything in Avatar. Besides that, I mean, the Tree of Life, I know that's not the, it's a bug's life, I think it's the name of the show in there, but it scares the bejesus out of me, and I don't like that film, because I don't like getting stung in the butt. For those of you who have been on it, you know what I'm talking about, I do not enjoy the sensation of being stung in my butt, so, um, I don't like that ride, and I feel like both of River, oh, I just kind of backtracked for a second, River Rapids is a pretty good ride, not gonna lie, River Rapids is pretty good. So, but like, you could may- maybe get on that ride. And for me, I feel like there's nothing really at Animal Kingdom besides meeting Donald Duck, my, my man, Donald Duck, mayor of Dino Land. He is the only reason I really like Epcot. Epcot, oh my God. He's one of the really, the only reasons why I like Animal Kingdom. Shout out to my boy. Um, but besides that, Finding Nemo the Musical. Okay, listen up here. This is gonna be a kind of a, a side topic. Nemo and Finding Nemo the Musical is my dream role. Y'all can at me and be like, why don't you want to be on Broadway? But to be Nemo in Finding Nemo the Musical and be like, that's my dad. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to scream in your ear or that was probably awful. Anyway, like if I could just do that 
for the rest of my life because that means I couldn't do what I do right now for Disney if I was in that show. But I need to be in that show at some point in my life because I feel like my voice type and who I am, I am Nemo because I am at Soul Little Boy. Oh, that sounds wrong. But like, it's not what I mean. You know what I mean. Those of you who know, you know. Performer-wise, I am a little boy. Like, I was James and James the Giant Peach, so Nemo would just be accurate, you know? So, anyway, all those things, like the shows, and when the puppeteers were there during Christmas time, that was really good, too. Um, I think they were called Menagerie. I was always sent there. Anyway, so the shows, Folk, uh, and Finding Nemo the Musical make Animal Kingdom for me. And I will go see Finding Nemo the Musical with anybody who asks me at any time of any day. If I'm not working. Anyway, number three, Animal Kingdom. Number two, we're going to go with Hollywood Studios. And I know a lot of you adults are like, oh, no, Hollywood Studios is the best part, which I agree with you. I agree. If you're an adult, Hollywood Studios is a really good park. But am I an adult at, at in the brain? No, I am not. So I do not agree with you. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am kind of an adult. I try. I pretend. I pretend. Anyway, so... Hollywood Studios is really good. You know, you got Rip Ride Rocket. You got you got really good rides. You have Toy Story Mania, Rip Ride Rocket, uh, Tower of Terror. Uh, no, it's not Rip Ride Rocket. Rock and Roller Coaster. I am so sorry. <laughs> you guys are going to kill me. Rock and Roller Coaster and uh, Tower of Terror. Uh, you know, you got... Galaxy's Edge Rise. Star Tours is actually really good. But for me, Hollywood Studios is all about those meet and greets. Edna Flippin' Mode. Love that queen. I will go meet her. And if I can go, like, I don't know if a lot of you guys know this, but I love Kylo Ren. Like, he's in a, re- a religion for me. If any of you guys ever want to talk about Kylo Ren, hit me up. I will talk about him for hours. <laughs> um, but I will go to Galaxy's Edge and I'll be that I'll say it. This isn't going to be PG-13. I will be that bitch that stands there and just watches Kylo Ren because I am so intimidated by him. I'm like, oh my god, it's Kylo Ren. But I won't be that girl that's like, oh my god, Kylo Ren, be in my TikTok. I'll maybe put him in a TikTok, but I won't get him to be in mine because I do not disrespect my leader like that because I am on the dark side and I would not disrespect Kylo Ren with that type of behavior. I'm not adding people. I'm just making a joke. Anyway, so Hollywood Studios is really good for meet and greets and used to be shows, but um, it's really good for for those movie lovers. I also love Disney Junior Kids. They have a special place in my heart, but because you can meet them there. Anyway, Hollywood Studios is number two. Number one, <laughs> I'm basic. I'm a basic bitch. Um... Man, I'm not being PG-13 today. I'm a basic bitch. I love Magic Kingdom. Especially because, you know, so sad for me. My parents divorced when I was younger. And that's really the place that I remember all my happy happy memories as a kid. There are so many magical things that will forever be in Magic Kingdom. Like shows, amazing shows, amazing parades. It just It's like the kid at heart in me. There's wonderful places to work there. You can meet Mickey. I almost said Mickey and Minnie. Ugh here uh you can meet mickey in town square theater tinkerbell there's so many characters you can meet and there's so many things for you to do like i feel like you can't do magic kingdom all in one day and i feel like that's the only park you can't feel satisfied satisfied with in a day like there are so many things so many magical things there and the fireworks at night my favorite part of the oh no actually i'm gonna save that for another another podcast but magic kingdom holds such a special place in my heart it's so magical it it lets out the kid in you. You get to meet Stitch 
like you can only meet stitch honestly well until the water parks open back up but you can only meet my favorite alien dog in the whole entire world in tomorrowland and at polly right now and i love meeting stitch in tomorrowland because he is crazy and he is fun and please stitch like pick your nose and flick a booger at me i would be honored i love stitch anyway so magic kingdom is such a special park to me i will always love it it's it's magical it holds so many memories for me and i would go there any day any time of the year so those are my ratings of the walt disney world parks in orlando florida and if you disagree with me you can come after me come after me as a person please do i'd like to hear your opinion i will respect it but i won't agree with you anyway let's go on to segment three i think that was successful yeah sure So this is going to be a fun topic. Um, For those of you who like meet and greets, you'll you'll appreciate this one. Those of you who don't, just listen to my opinion if you want to. I can't force you to do anything. That sounded very pressure, like like I was peer pressuring you. Like listen to my opinion, but you know what? Listen if you if you if you want. I would appreciate it honestly. So I'm not talking to no one. Anyway, I'm be talking about the top three characters to meet out of all the parks i'm gonna i'm gonna include uh a bonus one disneyland bonus one because i've been there and i can say that but um the top three plus bonus of magic kingdom magic kingdom animal kingdom hollywood studios all the walt disney world orlando parks i keep glitching and i don't know if you guys can tell that but I have a podcast in a fat minute, and um, it's really bad. Anyway, let's let's get into it. Um, my third choice of me- meeting characters. I should have thought about this before. That probably would have been really smart if I would have thought about it. I'm going to include the location, too, because that has a lot to do with it. Those of you who know, you know. Um, I would have to say my third character of choice to go in have a meet and greet with would be daisy in dino land at animal kingdom those of you who know daisy is a queen and her in animal kingdom for some reason she has the fire of a dragon like <laughs> no pun intended anyway so she she is like fierce at at animal kingdoms Dinoland because you know she had she's a designer she has her cute little outfit on she's the queen of that area and nobody can tell her otherwise and not only is Daisy always sassy but her and Dinoland she just has an extra little bit of flavor like thrown on her and I always love meeting Daisy there she always is such a joy even though I'm scared as heck when I meet Daisy Duck because I feel like she's gonna judge me with all of my being, like, she's gonna look at me and be like, this girl, I don't like her already. I just want Daisy Duck's approval. I want her to love me. I want to be her sister. I want her to give me approval on my being. Like, I want her to approve me as a person, and I will feel set in life. Like, I love her man Donald, and maybe sometimes, like, sometimes I feel like, oh, I can relate to her on that, but I feel like she's gonna rip my esophagus out because I say that I love her, her boo, her man. Uh, so I, I usually don't mention that, but a daisy duck in dinoland usa at animal kingdom 
is my number three because I love her and she's a sassy queen. Number two, I'm going to have to say, this is kind of a, an altogether one. And it's going to be like past reference. But if you ever got to witness uh, the old character spot in Epcot, probably about a year ago, they took it away about last year-ish. And they created the new one, which doesn't exist anymore. You know, Epcot can't make up their mind about anything. But um, uh, meeting Mickey, then Goofy, then Minnie, and the old character spot was very magical for me. I love their cute little backgrounds. They were fun. They were cute. You got to meet them all at one time. And it was just, it was always a really good time. You, As a guest, you were not rushed. You you like had your moment with Mickey, like, oh my God, Mickey Mouse first. And then you had, you know, your your time with Goofy, which he's always fun. And then Minnie. I would say that Viso Red Epcot would also be a really good meet and greet location. But <laughs> your girl doesn't have a Disney Visa card, so I've never really been in there. You know, I've never been in. But um, that's a really good, it was a really good meet and greet experience when it was there. Rest in peace, everybody who we have lost due to the new design of Epcot. Rest in peace uh, to everybody. I mean, like, I think we only have uh, joy still there. Sadness, maybe, sometimes. Um, you know... Rest in peace to that whole area. We, we miss it dearly. I miss it dearly. Um, but to meet Mickey, Goofy, and Minnie. And if you were the last one of the day, you know, maybe a magical moment to meet all of them. It was magical. It was fun. And I loved meeting them. Okay. I'm going to put number one. <laughs> Those of you who know why I'm laughing, no. I'm going to put number one meet and greet experience. It's not technically in a park. But... Number one meet and greet experience is Topolino's at the Riviera Resort. Personally, I think the best character that stands out the most, that has the most character, is Donald Duck and his little sculptor outfit. Try to try to prove me wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I will come after you. I will come after you in this situation. If y'all have not been to Topolino's and you have not experienced the experience within itself of the food of the meet and greet experience of the characters of their cute little outfits of their their individual different characteristics you need to go to topolinos you will not be disappointed they give you a good meal you you get fed you get you eat good that morning and not only that do you get like a very personal meet and greet with all the characters i can speak very personally from that that you will get a good dining experience no cap. Like, literally, you will get an amazing dining experience. And if you have not been there, message me. I will try to figure out a way for you to eat there when this whole coronavirus is over. Because it's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. But please go eat at Tobolino's. Donald is the best there. So you, it, My friends can at me and tell me I'm wrong. Cause like, say, Daisy Duck is, you know, ballerina or Mickey Mouse, whoever that is with his painter's outfit and mini i mean she's kind of cute i'm totally joking i love all my friends they're 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 amazing they're iconic but donald duck donald, i can't swap i can't spock oh my god i can't speak donald duck holds the most special place in my heart and i love him with all my being and i would die for him that sounds really dramatic but it's true thank you guys for listening to my top three. Oh wait uh i lied i lied a bonus one <laughs> 
Um, for all you guys who know, I love Tom Holland with everything. Almost as much as... No, I love Tom Holland more than I love Donald at Topolino's. I am so sorry, Donald. You can forgive me. I'm sure you can. But Tom Holland is... Is... um, Dakota, please don't get mad at me. But Tom Holland is my husband. And I love him with all my heart. And so you can imagine me going to Disneyland and me seeing a Spider-Man meet and greet with the Spider-Man homecoming costume. See, I went to Disneyland uh, spring of two years ago. My spring break in my junior year. (sighs) My heart still flutters thinking about it. I went there and I met Spider-Man. It was an amazing experience. He was the cutest thing. The performer was absolutely amazing. I'm just kidding. It's actual Spider-Man. It's the Tom Holland. I didn't get to meet the actor Tom Holland, but I met Peter Parker, Spider-Man. He was super sweet, super fun. He he was going to tell me what pose to do, and I already got into it. And he was like, well, you know what you're doing. And I was like, <laughs> maybe. And it was, it was an amazing meet and greet, and he was super fun. And I love Spider-Man, and I love Peter Parker, and I love Tom Holland with all my heart. And it was an amazing day, and he made my life. I can now think about it and smile. Thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm so pathetic and sad. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to my opinions throughout this whole podcast. Some of them may be controversial. Some of them you may consider me an idiot for thinking them. But they're my opinions, and I will stay true to them no matter what. They may change, but I still stand to my opinions. All right, that's been enough of my opinions for today. Let's get into the outro. So, guys... I sincerely apologize for my lack of posting podcasts. To those of you who did listen, who do listen, who look... I don't know if there's anybody who looks forward to them. I might just be living in a fantasy. For those who care, maybe, the one or two of you out there who care about my podcast, thank you for listening and coming back and getting to this outro you guys are fam like you're my family forever support you you need anything money a getaway driver i'm kidding don't ever break the law if you need anything from me a shoulder to cry on a a a a buddy a pal anything i got your back reach out to me thank you for listening to my podcast you know i feel like you know we've gotten close even though it's been i think it's my fourth fifth one one something like that podcast but thank you for listening and being dedicated and i i really am sorry to not return that and be dedicated myself i am dedicated to these podcasts i'm not gonna give up on them i've just been very bored and had zero motivation to do anything and talking to myself makes me feel even more lonely because i've been living by myself for like three weeks now And it's getting to the point of I might be going insane. And um, talking to myself just made me a little bit more insane. But it's fine. You know, we did it. We finished it. We finished the podcast. I don't know if you can hear the insanity in my voice, but it's there. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Hopefully check back in whenever I post the next one. Hopefully that'll be soon. You never know. I'm not gonna put it I'm not gonna put that down on the table because I might be a flippin' liar if I do. Anyway, thank you for joining me. Give me some feedback. Like my podcast. I just found out you could do that. I don't know the one person that liked my podcast that gave me that notification that made me realize that you could like my podcast. But if you wanna do that, do that. Or subscribe to it on Spotify. I will never know if you do. So if you want to, you do it. If you don't want to, don't. But uh thank you for listening and joining back in.
until next time, fam. I'm always here, but just as bored as you are. Those of, of you who are Disney fans who listen to, to this, who want to rip out my esophagus just like Daisy Duck, please do. Maybe I'll have a little, maybe if you rip out my esophagus, it'll be a little spark of, of something interesting in my life rather than laying in my bed and staring at the ceiling. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I don't continue to sound like a loser. I'm going to go before I humiliate myself even more. Thank you guys for listening and checking back in. Hopefully, hopefully see you next time. There will be next time, I promise. Okay, see you then. Bye.